Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Welcome back to the podcast. It is going to be a weird night tonight, guys. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. We've been talking for 15 minutes before we even started the record. I've got uh, my bestie, Nikki, and my other, my other bestie, Ben Jawalski on. What's up, What's guys? What's up? I would just like to point out that Ben graduated to bestie real quick. Yeah, well. It know. took me a few episodes. Us, us bald white guys have to stick together. <laughs> yeah, I did. You not see what I did? I just copied his haircut, and then yeah. immediately bestie status. And so he's I got the he's got head. the beard, the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Next, I need glasses, it. and then I'm in. Yeah. I'm not shaving my head. I'm not doing it. I know. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's absolutely I, great. I got so many inappropriate jokes right now. I'm just letting them all go. I'm just not just even not even going to go there. On past those, all set, all set. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to lead off and say this is kind of this is the first quote unquote real podcast of 2020. We did one a few days ago, kind of outlining what we we're going to do, but this is the first one that Nikki and I have done together with an actual guest. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's I love kind this. Of, kind of fun. So it's a little weird having more people on the screen than I'm used to. So I know I typically like when it's just my big face in the screen. <laughs> I guess I'll share with you guys. I mean, so. all you have to do just look at yourself. That's I mean, that's all you need to do. I just, oh, were I, you guys doing something else? <laughs> Yeah, see, I normally, when, when it's me and Nikki, what I normally do is uh, just focus on her and all the notifications going off on her phone. That's I've my, been better, haven't you noticed? I have. Okay, it's been, good. It's been great. It's been really good. <laughs> it's the little things in life. <laughs> set, set your phone to full volume, please. <laughs> and cranking it up. Yeah, so uh, you guys have heard Ben on here before, but Ben's from Wad Prep, and tonight we're talking about nutrition, which I think is great because I'm currently drinking bourbon, and I just pounded some Chex Mix. It was made with chocolate and powdered sugar, and uh, I don't <laughs> know what- it called it, Puppy Chow when it's uh, dessert Chex Mix? Chex Mix? Was, uh, so a friend gave it to me, and uh, they were like, oh, this is for your girls, you know? And I'm like, yeah, like they're going to see the light of day on this. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like powdered sugar and peanut butter and chocolate. I'm like- Yeah, it's called Puppy Chow. Oh, it's so good. I've never heard of it called Puppy Chow. My aunt makes, makes us that for Christmas every year. Like, surprise. And there's just like these buckets of it. So. Yeah, my husband's family makes it too. And they call it Puppy Chow. I don't know. My family is like very not American. So all those traditions I've learned through him and his family. And now I might have a weird sense of it from the. <laughs> well, either way, it's delicious. No matter what it's called. It's absolutely and delicious. You can eat it. That's, you know, we can segue into. Oh. Can, can I eat that? Yes, you're allowed to explain. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I had um, I had a guest on here a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, Eva, Eva Claire, EC was in here talking about the 800 gram challenge of fruits and vegetables. And I'm pretty sure chocolate peanut butter <laughs> Chex Mix doesn't fit into my 800 grams of fruit and vegetables, but I'm, I'm all on board if I can eat it. So tell me how I can eat it. Yeah. So basically what my backstory here with nutrition was kind of like, uh, it all started when my wife looked at me with those eyes and then kind of actually said with the exact phrasing, Ben, you're getting fluffy. It looks like you have a dad bod. Like that's a direct quote from my wife. My wife is a helicopter pilot for the Navy. So she's a bit savage sometimes. Uh, (laughs) that's like, that's kind of like where my whole, like, oh, I should probably start caring about this nutrition thing started. And this was like well after Wad Prep started. This was like it was like three and a half years ago. Um, basically, I had always done this like yo-yo thing. Even as like a former CrossFit gym owner, I used to teach people about nutrition, you know, based on what I read in the you know CrossFit handbook and 
and zone and, you know, paleo and all that stuff. And then I still realized that I didn't have a handle on my food and like my nutrition. And then like the thing a lot of us really care about, is like our physique too. It's like, you know, you get some abs and then they go away for a little bit and then they come back. And then there's kind of like this yo-yo thing. Anyway, I was in Japan. My wife called me dad bod or fluffy. And uh, luckily one of my friends that I had just recently met, Andy Morgan, is like a really highly sought after nutrition coach. Uh, and I had met him through a couple like business friends of mine. And we hung out one day in Tokyo, in Japan. And I kind of just started grilling him on just nutrition topics that he's been coaching for like, you know, 10 years at this point. And ultimately, he like walked me through his muscle and strength pyramid, which is basically like, it's a hierarchy of importance of like what actually matters with nutrition. And a lot of times people will flip the pyramid on its head. But he basically just walked me through the pyramid, explained each part of it in like two hours to me. Uh, and then we ran a couple like simple calculations, like how many calories should I be eating a day? How much protein should I have a day? And then really, I just focused on those two things. And then, you know, in a matter of a month or two, my dad bod was gone. And then Shelby stopped giving me the, you know, I kind of think you're getting fluffy look. Um, so that's like a little tidbit of the backstory. But th that was it. Basically, I went from being like this super back and forth yo-yo dieter, someone who always thought they knew how to quote unquote eat clean. But I don't like doing that. Like maybe it's not bourbon, but for me, it's like milkshakes, mm -hmm. ice cream, it's cookies. I make the world's greatest snickerdoodles and I'm going to eat them. I'm not going to bake them and then give them to other people. I'm going to eat them myself. So it was like, how can I not be this like super duper robot clean eater person, but then still have the physique and the performance that I wanted. And that's like, and ultimately when I put that in practice and I was like, holy crap, this works. That's when I was like, all right, we got to make a course on this because like if I was struggling with it and I was a coach and I used to own a gym and I should know all this stuff and I didn't, like I have to make a course that teaches it to other people because it's so freaking simple. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like the background. so what chapter of your course covers the checks mix of bourbon? That <laughs> that's all that matters to me. <clears throat> well, let's see. That would probably, that fall into week two. Oh. Uh, so we, we break it down. It's like it's eight weeks. Actually, it technically, I think, turned into nine weeks because we've added some juicy bonuses in there. But like what we do is we start with the most important thing ever, which is adherence. Like ultimately, the only diet that ever works is a diet that you can stick to for a long term. And that's, we don't even really say diet. We say like your nutrition. Right. If, if, if I'm eating the same today, um, than that I was like uh, seven months ago or a year ago, a year and a half ago. Like that's, that's good nutrition. That's consistent nutrition. But if you're always like, you know, unfortunately my dad who will like be in ketosis for two weeks and then binge and then be back, be back in ketosis. And he's just like always going back and forth. Uh, science has shown that's not very healthy. And that's also, that's going to cause you to lose hair. Like that's stressful. I'd much rather just like be okay eating a cookie, be okay eating the ice cream. Mm -hmm. um, so we talk about adherence first. So what is a diet or a nutrition plan that you can actually stick to? That's the most important one. And then the most important aspect of any diet, the only thing scientifically, unless you have a tapeworm inside of you or a massive hormonal problem, which is very rare for anyone listening to this podcast, the only thing that matters when it comes to losing weight or 
gaining weight is calorie deficit or surplus. Like that is it. Science has shown it. Like it's somehow still a debate these days, but science shows backwards and forwards that like if you count your calories, if you understand whether you are in a caloric surplus or a deficit or a, a maintenance level, you either stay the same, gain weight or lose weight. It's very, very simple. And we kind of go into how to calculate that. But what's cool is that if you want to have your check, checks mix or puppy chow, um, you can factor that in with your calories. And as long as you stay at your maintenance level or even a slight deficit, then you can still achieve the physique goals that you're after. Am I saying that you should eat puppy chow all day, every day? No, because you'll probably only be able to have like a large handful and that's going to you know, max out your calories for the day. But to say that you like need to avoid sugar or that you can't have carbs or that you can't have X, Y, and Z, it's just kind of, it's all nonsense, which is why we call the course No Nonsense Nutrition. So, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot because I feel like, <clears throat> what what many of us struggle with, um, and, and myself included, is in the adherence stage, sort of like feeling guilty about wanting to indulge. And I don't like, yeah, every so often if we're going into summer and I know that I'm going to be in a bathing suit, maybe there'll be like a period of time where I, I definitely watch what I'm eating or I totally crash diet or something like that. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's funny because I coach it, but I have a hard time sticking to it myself. Like, I just want to be happy and comfortable with the things that I'm eating. And like you said, like, if I bake something, like, eat it and not feel bad about it. So it's the weird, like, guilt and stress that comes with trying to figure out how to sustain a diet and maintain yeah. a diet. And by, by diet, I mean, like, nutrition lifestyle. Yeah. Like, diet in the sense of the things that I eat every day is my diet, not going on a diet. Like, finding something that's sustainable, both physically, so I'm not starving myself, because I get hangry <laughs> real bad, but and also mentally. Just, so I just, like, don't feel bad about what I'm eating. Like, I'm, I'm only working out so that I can look kind of okay naked. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a competitor. Sure. I don't want to go to games. I don't want to whatever. Like, I just want to feel good about my body feel like I can do the things I want to do because I'm healthy enough and like have a donut. Yeah. And, and that's what's like, that's that what you just said is literally exactly why I created the course because like after I went through my transformation and my wife will tell you, like she got back from deployment actually, it was kind of like a deployment surprise. So she was deployed for a few months wow. and then got home and she was like, Ben, like, okay. Damn. And like, man. And I'm like, I showed you. And, and then, cause she's like, you, you know, she was a little skeptical that I was going to get shredded quote unquote. But then like later that, that day when she got home, I'm eating ice cream. She's yeah. like, what are you doing? And I'm like, honey, I've eaten ice cream every single night of this diet. Cause I'm like an ice cream addict. And, I, and it's true. I like literally every single night I would walk to the NEX on the military base, get my, you know, pint of ice cream and I wouldn't eat the whole, I wouldn't be able to eat the whole pint every night, which is very sad, but I was able to measure out, you know, a, enough ice cream and eat it completely guilt-free because I had checked all of my other boxes the rest of the day. So like it, it exactly what used to happen to me where I would like beat myself up for binging or for having something that was on this forbidden foods list or whatever. Right. right. It totally flipped that on its head. And I was like, Oh, like I've done everything today. Now I can feel confident and happy eating this delicious cookie right. or eating this ice cream. Well, and, and, and I, I know think, I'm still meeting my goals. I think the important part of that is finding something that's sustainable changes your relationship with food. 
right? So regardless of what your, your nutrition lifestyle is or what your goals are, like, I think in general, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves with relation to food. And a lot of people have an unhealthy relationship with food in that sense, like nothing really should make you guilty or feel that type of way for eating. But, but we're there, we're there as a society, we're there as a community, we're there as, you know, a group of people who are just trying to figure out how to look good, feel good and, and do this whole life thing together. So finding something sustainable, not only is good for your body type, but also just to change your relationship with food as yeah, it's fuel. And you know, if people have really specific goals and they're trying to get shredded, like that's rad, that's awesome. And I'm not saying that you can't do both at different points in your life, but also just to like, you know, chill and not worry and not develop this relationship with food where it is or is not food is fuel or, or it's not, or you can't have like, just, it's just, it's whatever you want it to be today. And it could be different tomorrow and that's okay. Totally. Technically bourbon is not fuel, but I'm counting it as fuel tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, alcohol, and that's actually one thing we teach in the course is like uh, a lot of people when they do, you know, when they start counting macros or calories or whatever, they seem to forget alcohol from time to time. So (laughs) as long as you're counting it, it's, you know, it's a thing. It's just not, it's not necessarily a useful macronutrient, but you know. Can I write a chapter for your book? We'll call it, uh, be something like uh, how to eat what you want, but stay attractive for the sixes and sevens. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write a chapter called my dry January is going so <laughs> shitty. <laughs> I, I need to, I feel like I need to say out loud that I did not just assign a number to all women. So I don't want to get hate mail. Don't send me DMs. I don't, Assign. Oh, I thought you were assigning that number to yourself. No, I'm like a five. Oh, so, okay. okay. Sorry. <laughs> so sixes and sevens are a huge upgrade for me. Yeah, really. he plays oh. off. He plays off. Like yeah, that. yeah. So I, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not downgrading women. If anything, that should, that would be a huge step up for me. <laughs> huge. You're not a five. Come on. Based on the amount of check mix I ate tonight, I'm definitely <laughs> a five. <laughs> definitely. That's interesting stuff. I mean, I, I, you know, we hear this all the time or I hear it all the time, maybe just because we're all in fitness uh, or at least in the community about the, the calorie deficit. But I think the hard thing for people is like the weighing and the measuring and the counting the calories. Like, how are you doing this in your, in your book? Like, how are you, is this easy for people to do? Do you find it hard? Like what's, what's yeah, the deal yeah, with sure. the counting of it? Um, so it's one of those things where once you do the hard thing, which admittedly is like weighing and measuring, once you do that for a short period of time, it becomes incredibly easier. Just like thrusters, maybe. That was probably a bad example. Horrible analogy. Horrible. Come with that. No way. Uh -uh. So just like maybe double unders or something where it clicks. um, It's, it's hard in the beginning, but, but I will say weighing and measuring is absolutely essential for at least a week or two. I, I would say longer, depending on how, how it's all about like how much you, how much you do you want your goals. Right. Um, but weighing and measuring will absolutely blow your mind when you eat normally. Like we don't tell people to change anything. So I still want you having your bourbon. I still want you having your, your, you know, puppy chow or whatever it's called. I still want you having your donuts. But once you track that and you actually weigh and measure it and you get real with yourself, um, it'll, it'll actually motivate you more so than me telling you what to eat. When you see what you're putting in yourself and you see the, the caloric content of various things, you're going to be like, hmm, 
maybe I'll eat half of one of those next time because it's like, it's not, it's not worth it to me to, to quote unquote, blow all of my calories for such little reward. So maybe I'll just like, I'll wait a little longer before I eat that, or I'll make sure I eat all these other things first. And then I'll have like, you know, a little bit smaller portion of that treat at the end of the day. And that's what happened to me. And it was very freeing. Um, so it is difficult to track and measure, but what's cool is that with the various apps out there, it's getting a lot easier. Like if you're like me and, uh, when your wife's on deployment, you eat like a college kid, everything I was eating was, you know, packaged in some way, shape or form. So I just take the handy dandy, my fitness pal, scan it. And then boom, it's entered and I eat it. It was super so simple. funny. Do you know that my husband does that every time I travel to like every time I go to a sanctional, he goes to Trader Joe's and buys fish sticks. And like man food. It, it, he calls it man food. hundred percent. Yes. Chef Boyardee is my friend. Frozen, <laughs> what have you eaten? While I'm, sometimes my mom will call him and be like, have you eaten since Nikki's been gone this weekend? <laughs> oh, and that's an actual issue sometimes. Like back in the days when mod prep was first getting started, I was so wrapped up in creating videos and doing everything before I had like a team. Like Shelby would get home some nights when she wasn't deployed and like, honey, it's 6 p.m. Have you eaten yet today? And I'd be like, oh, I knew something was wrong. So, yeah, that's never happened to me. See, I can't, I, what you're describing, I can't do though. You're like, you know, sometimes you'll just eat half and put it away. It's like, I'll eat half a sandwich. Go, I just save that for later. And like an hour later, I'm in the fridge. Go, I wonder what's in here. Hey, oh. yeah. uh-huh. so uh-huh. you say that, but I was up until I started doing this, the, the, you know, weighing and measuring thing. And what's cool is I don't weigh and measure at all anymore zero weighing and measuring. So just want to make that clear. Like you do graduate that eventually once you uh, get a good eye for like how much protein is this and how, how many calories are roughly in this, you know, stack of fries or whatever, like you, you start to understand and you don't need to always do the weighing and measuring, especially if you're not trying to like get down to single digit body fat, which I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not. Um, so just to be very clear now, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so when I started tracking, I was 20, seven years of a 100% success rate at finishing pints of Ben and Jerry's. Like literally never once in my entire life had I ever not finished a pint of Ben and Jerry's. But when I actually started like following Andy and, and, and doing my weighing and measuring thing for the first, I actually like videoed it and like put a picture of it on my fridge. Like this is the first time I've not finished a pint of Ben and Jerry's. Like look how dedicated I am. And it, it was way easier than I expected. Now, did I finish the rest of it the next night? You betcha I did. But it was, uh, it was, a, it was a momentous occasion. Yeah, look, nobody, a one-night streak there. Yeah, nobody likes a quitter, Ben. No one. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but I broke it up into two days, and it, that's all great about it. It was good. I don't know. I, you know no, I get it, and I'm, I'm all in. Um, I feel like I have a good relationship. <laughs> I'm not convinced. No, I mean, I, I'm a, when I say I'm all in, like I'm all in, and I understand the theory of of, <laughs> of you know fewer calories. I'm not sure. Like I'm not chasing abs. That's my problem. I'm 49 years old. I'm way past abs. I'm way past abs. Um, I'm just looking to be healthy. Like for me, I'm just um, lately yeah. my big my big push has just been to make sure i'm eating whole foods like sure you know not counting the checks mix which by the way is called muddy buddies i just checked oh that's muddy buddies muddy buddies that's what I it sounds more familiar it's also called puppy chow i'll ask my husband i like puppy chow too but mm-hmm. i might accidentally feed it to my dogs um <laughs> yeah so that that's a great example so not everyone is like in the i'm trying to be shredded camp 
Uh, most people have some sort of like, hey, I kind of want to lose weight or I kind of want to gain muscle or I want to stay where I'm at and, and switch my fat into uh, muscle. You know, that, those are kind of like the three different, they have a uh, weight gain or bulking. That's gaining weight, obviously, usually in muscle form. You have recomposition, which is basically staying the same weight and converting uh, your, you know, fluffiness, so to speak, to more defined, you know, musculature. And then you have uh, number three or the third layer, which is, is cutting, so losing fat. So if, if none of those are your goals, let's say you don't care about that, that still uh, is really important to get level three. So level two was macronutrients. We talked about, well, we talked about adherence, then it's calorie balance, then it's macronutrients, so protein, carbs, and fat. But if you're just talking about staying healthy in general, really important to listen to the macronutrient suggestions, but then also the micronutrient suggestions, which are right above macronutrients on the importance level. So all that simply means is like, if your calories are in check, meaning you're not gaining excess fat, that's healthy. Okay. That, that, is, that is healthy. If you're gaining fat, chances are you're doing something that's unhealthy. Even if you're eating a lot of really healthy foods, and this is what a lot of people don't understand. Like, I can eat my way into an unhealthy state of being with vegetables and fruit. It'd be very difficult because you'd have so much fiber in your system, but it is possible to gain weight by just, you know, you know, beer bonging, you know, ground up bananas or something <laughs> like that. Like, I don't even know how you could do it, but it's totally, you know, I've got a look- carrot, I've got a carrot belly, bro. That's what <laughs> he says. No, that's, that's so true. And I actually, I found that out about myself a few years ago where I wasn't beer bonging bananas, but not. <laughs> hey, so many, so many jokes there. So, so many jokes. Um, no, you know how like every, every different body is like sensitive to different mac- macronutrients. <clears throat> and I found, um, I mean, most people are really sensitive to carbs. I'm more sensitive to fat, which is not fair because I actually love fats way more than carbs. Like I just want peanut butter on a spoon constantly all day long. Um, and I would give up bread all day if I could just have all the peanut butter, but my body doesn't like that so much. Yeah. Um, but before I ever learned anything about macros or weighing and measuring, I would find myself eating like the entire tray of guacamole all at once. And being like, why am I not losing weight? Like, I haven't had any bread, but I eat like but guacamole is a good fat. A day. Yeah, my avocados are good. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, and I had zero concept of what, you know, one gram of fat looked like and how many grams of fat I really should have a day for yeah. my current body comp and the body comp that I wanted um, and how to sort of balance that with a complete yeah. meal rather than shoveling walk into my and like that's such a classic example and again that's another reason why we call it no nonsense nutrition like it's like the perfect name because there was so much nonsense in my head even as a crossfit coach Mm -hmm. and unfortunately like i this i don't want to rub anyone the wrong way but like crossfit hq preaches a lot of stuff that like science disproves you know and it's it's kind of sad with like the you know like like sugar is like you know, worse than heroin for you or some stuff like that. There, there's just a lot of like nonsense where some of it is partially true. Some of it, uh, the general public could probably do better listening to, but like the whole like good fat argument, there are people who, who do pay, quote unquote paleo and they're eating bacon and almonds all day long and they can't lose weight. Right. And, and they're, they're, they're not at a healthy weight. And it's not because of the lack of exercise. It's not because they're not sticking to their their diet plan, it's because their diet plan is inherently flawed because they're using an elimination diet rather than a, what actually, what does science show us about 
gaining weight or losing weight. Look, and, that, and that's really where we start. And then we work backwards from there. So I, I'm not, cool. I'm not going to defend CrossFit's uh, diet method, Ben, but there's a good chance I'm going to mainline some of those muddy buddies later. <laughs> <laughs> I will saying. say, I will say just in fairness to the paleo diet, um, I think it was, was it Dr. Warren Cordain who started it originally? Rob Wolf. What, is it Rob was Rob Wolf. I'm pretty sure that was him. Warren Cordain, the whole 30. I can't remember. But like the, the people who created those elimination diets, like they have been, unfortunately, um, you know, the diets have been bastardized like oh, yeah. throughout our community. Like the paleo diet was very strictly saying from the get go, like, a handful of almonds. Almonds are really yep, bad. Like, yep. please no more than six eggs a week. Everybody watch your cholesterol. No bacon is not really inherently okay, but it has a fat content so you can work it in. Like we as a community decided to be like, I can bake cookies with almond flour and have a million cookies and pounds of bacon. <laughs> right, they're paleo. Right. That's not yep. actually what the paleo diet is. And the paleo diet in and of itself, I think has a ton of benefits. So in fairness to that, it's not, we've, we've definitely gone off the deep end because we love bacon. Oh, yeah, yes. absolutely. I mean, like, and it's so true though. Like a lot of these, a lot of these uh, restrictive diets that come in, like if you practice it the exact way that they preached it initially, right. uh, you can achieve great results. Ultimately, the only reason you're losing weight is because you are in a, a calorie deficit totally thanks to the restrictions that they've given you. And it's, it's good for people who need those, like those bumpers, I guess, like, using a, a bowling analogy. I beat my yeah. dad in bowling over Christmas break for the first time ever. Super stoked about it. Yeah. So using a bowling analogy, if you put the bumpers up and it helps you stay in the lane, um, that's how uh, restrictive elimination diets work. But like some people at the bowling alley, they'll just, throw the ball and it'll jump the bumper and they just, and they hate the game altogether. So it's like sometimes having those restrictions make it worse and they make you want to fall off the bandwagon. But then for some people, it does work really well. Oh, look, I think people need to use common sense. Like, uh, you know, I did a post earlier or about 15 <clears throat> minutes ago, uh, keep updating people about my dad. He's 75, right? And he's doing CrossFit. He's lost 30 pounds in four months. Now he hasn't, he hasn't subscribed to a very specific uh, diet plan or program like what we're describing here, but what he's done, he's in a calorie deficit and he's eating whole foods. So he gave up uh, his regular addiction to biscuits and gravy and, <laughs> and he switched to, you know, so last time I was home, my mom made dinner for us, you know, several times. And the last meal we had there was like baked chicken with some sort of, I don't know what was, all. it was like some sort of cheese and yogurt, like, you know, low fat cheese. Like it was really good and broccoli and sweet potatoes. And it was just all whole foods. It was nothing artificial, just normal foods. You know, what we would have had a year ago at Christmas dinner, it would have been little Caesars or, you know, a couple of pints of ice cream for dessert, you know, like all of that. And so I think that, you know, like when you talk about, you know, when we talk about paleo diet or, you know, CrossFit's approach, like nobody's, I don't believe anyone's a hundred percent right. I also don't think they're wrong. Yeah. I think it's how your approach to it. And like, to your point, like you can blow up any diet. Like I did the paleo diet and I love, you know, almonds and pecans and all of that. And it can certainly be really bad for you. If you love nuts, um, you know, you can <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> Got him. You can go crazy on the paleo diet. If you love nuts and seeds, like you really can, you can just absolutely go crazy. Just eating crap. You just pound it. I just pounded those nuts. It was great. <laughs> The whole time. 
Yeah. You're like a 12-year-old boy, Nikki. I'm Jesus sorry. Christ. It's Be funny. serious. This is a serious podcast, for God's sakes. Sorry, I'm back. Well, it's true, though. And, and at the end of the day, like <clears throat> I think it all goes back to adherence, which I think it's cool that you teach that first, right? Mm-hmm. It's about finding something that works for you, that you can sustain, that doesn't feel like a crash diet, that just feels like your life. Yes. Um, and that that is a, probably a little bit different for everyone. And so giving people a greater education on nutrition first and foremost is a really neat way to start this. I think rather than just being like, here's how you count macros, here's your calorie numbers, here's your this, like, here's how you use my fitness pal. Like there's a lot of different ways to do it, but like teaching people and offering a course on it is a really neat way. I think to, to bring people in on yeah. the on a very top level. Yes. And, and exactly like you said, like the, like there are, there's, there's a bunch of great apps out there. There's a bunch of great programs out there. I'm not going to say they don't work because they do work really well for people, uh, but they didn't work for me personally. Like, I mean, I, I did RP, uh, but because I didn't know the reasons why I was supposed to eat uh, this many cups of broccoli at 3.37 PM, I was just like, whoa, whoa, I'm, this is too hard for me. And I don't know why I'm doing this. So when I actually understood the why, which is really what we teach inside the course, we teach you the why so that like, you're no longer like letting other people tell you what to eat or what to do. You're like, I'm taking ownership of this. And if there's a day where I want to eat all of my calories in uh, muddy buddies or, or puppy chow, like you can technically do that and you will not gain a single ounce, right? If you know, you don't go above your calorie surplus, will you feel like crap? Yes. Yeah. You know, like, did you no, get no. any micronutrients that day? No, you did not. But I, technically, I feel really good, Ben. I feel good. <laughs> Not gonna lie, but, I feel great right now. But technically, you know, because you've actually like learned the fundamentals of nutrition and what causes weight gain and weight loss. Uh, what are the three macronutrients? Uh, where do I get micronutrients? And about how many servings of vegetables and fruit should I eat on a given day? And even even at the at the two top levels, how does nutrient timing matter? Like, does it matter if I eat breakfast or not? Does it matter if I eat at nine p.m. or uh, you know two a.m.? Does it like does all that matter? We go over all that. And, and ultimately, a lot of people, um, Andy says it all the time, they put the cart before the horse where like they focus on supplements, which we talk about. We talk about like the, the four supplements that actually work, which I believe, John, you and I talked about that yes. in our last podcast. I take them all. Woo. And, and then we also talk about nutrient timing, but a lot of people care about nutrient timing and supplements. Um, and then like, you know, super geeking out about like carb cycling and stuff like that. When really it's like, it's way easier than that. Don't buy all the, all the nonsense. Like literally if you just keep track of your calories and make sure that you can keep track of those calories for a long period of time with your adherence. And then here's a few tips to get your macros in balance. Like you're, you're way ahead of the game and you'll start to see the physique and you'll feel the performance benefits. So ultimately any, any pound that we carry extra is going to affect our kipping pull-ups and our ring muscle-ups a little bit. Oh, yeah. I'm so. doing weighted pull-ups right now <laughs> after the holidays. <laughs> so, ben, But also what, their deadlift. Here, yeah. Well, mass moves mass. There's no, no ass moves mass. As I've ass moves that. mass? Yes. Entirely true. Maybe. Well, look, here's what, here's what I want for the people listening, Ben. And I guess maybe you can answer if you think this will do that. I want freedom. I want the people listening to this to have freedom from guilt of whatever like i like eating these muddy buddies i like it i like drinking bourbon occasionally i sound like i'm a functional alcoholic i'm not that functional i uh <laughs> i don't i don't drink as much as i say i do 
Um, yeah, you, I, you said you only drink when you're with people, which only, is... only when I'm awake, only when beans here, only <laughs> when I'm doing a podcast, only on a day that ends in Y. Um, I don't know. Not that much. Anyway, <laughs> no, I look, I work out five days, five to six days a week typically. And I, you know, I do eat pretty well, but I have like, I've kind of figured these things out for myself, like how to, you know, stay within my range. I want people to not feel guilty. Like I feel bad when I talk to someone and they're like, Oh my God, I had a slice of pizza today and now I'm going to get fat. I'm like, why are you feeling guilty about this? Enjoy yeah. your life. Like you only yeah. live once, like enjoy your life. You know, and I'm I, here I don't, for a long time. We're here for a good time. Yeah. For me, it's about consistency. Like I want people to, to, you know, think about kind of the, the long game here. You know, this, you're not having one meal this week. You're going to have 30 meals this week or how, right. you know, however many, you know, 27, however many you're going to eat. And, you know, if you have one bad one or two bad ones, it's not going to blow up your life as long as to your point, your, you know, the rest of those meals kind of fall within, uh, you know, a, a more healthy, you know, or a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I just want them to have freedom from guilt. I mean, for me, that's really it. That's, I wish I could, uh, like, I don't know how to say other than yes, like that's exactly what we preach in no nonsense nutrition, uh, because that's the only way I live, right? Like I go out to eat all the time. I'm in Denver. Now we live within walking oh, distance of like food. 50 incredible restaurants. Like I can throw a baseball to one of the best burrito places in all of Denver. Guess what? I go there all the time. Um, and I don't, and I don't go there and then get back and say, Oh man, I'm just going to like, I just won't eat tomorrow. Cause I feel so guilty. Um, that's that yo-yo dieting, that negative relationship with food that I think is a cancer. And that's what we, that's exactly what we set out to fix with this, uh, this video course. And it's literally like you, you can have the cake, right? You just need to know, you know, why, why you're able to have it and how much of it you're able to have. And even if you do totally fall off the wagon, I think one of the coolest, coolest parts of our course is like, People will ask like, what happens if I have like the worst day ever? And it's like Thanksgiving and I eat whatever I want and I feel so bloated. Like, should I really cut my calories the next two days to make up for it? And we literally say, no, like, don't, don't look historically at your diet. Look at what's happening in the future. Mm -hmm. And literally all we say is if you have a really bad day, let's say yesterday was a really bad day or uh, today was a really bad day. Make tomorrow a day where you hit your calorie number. Mm-hmm. that's it right? so and it's I've, just like that's how you get back on the horse quicker so yeah. i have a i have a great idea for the program so oh. like i get these like these i get these flashes this is how i run the page I'm like really i just get i just get right these now. i know this is a great idea i swear to god so i get these flashes like this is how great ideas come so you charge whatever you're gonna charge we'll talk about that in a minute so whatever you're gonna charge but for like an extra 10 or 15 bucks we'll have your wife call and dad bod shame them yes. oh, my god. oh my god great idea wouldn't that be awesome like she you could know, do a video a video like things yes. like video chat she could be uh john can i see your abs oh my god you're getting love handles jesus christ no 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 she'll just do the same thing she, <laughs> do where she just looks to camera and she's like hey you know what you're getting a little fluffy. Yeah, it was, fluffy. I'm pretty sure it was like, it was, you know, obviously I walk around with my shirt off. Um, I really only put the shirt on to do the podcast. The Thank you, the, by the yeah, way. You're, you're so welcome. Does, I'm so extremely does pale right now. Yeah, that's right. I only put pants on for the podcast too. Yeah. Yes. So I'm pretty sure I was like walking around, you know, whatever. And I think I was obviously like eating my my evening ice cream. This was my before my, my tracking had begun. She kind of looks at me, he's like, 
are you getting some, are you getting ice cream right now? I'm like, yeah. And she kind of just, she like looks down, looks up and she's just like, Hmm. Oh. Are you coffee? sure you want the ice cream? I was yeah. just like, oh my God. <laughs> it was bad. It was so bad. I think this is a million dollar idea. We can, we yeah, can get dad, dad by shaming for an extra 10 or 15 bucks. Like I need the guilt. I need some money to tell me, you, you sure you really well, want for an another school? John, you can send them the checks mix for them to avoid and feel powerful avoiding on top yes. of that. You know what I think we should do for an extra 30 bucks? We could take that. We could take a picture of that dog that's behind you that's staring into my fucking soul. Hey, is that great? <laughs> oh my God. Like, uh, you know, this is going to be a podcast. Nobody can see it, but Nikki's got this picture of this dog behind her that's just staring at me. It's a beautiful painting of my dog. The Unfortunately, my dog who passed away this past year that my husband got me for Christmas. The ghost of that dog the is fucking the staring dog at me. You're such an <laughs> asshole. I think it's dog a great is painting. My dead dog behind me, John. Please. My God, it's just staring into my soul. The dog references in this podcast today have been like, oh. when you have dessert Chex Mix, what is it called? Puppy Chow. It's called Puppy Chow. I'm no. not crazy. No, it's Muddy Buddy. Muddy Buddies? It's no. Puppy Chow in Rhode Island where you guys live like, you know, like the rich, the rich of the world, you know, the elite, the elite of the elite. I'm just toss my hair over my shoulder real quick. <laughs> got you in Rhode Island. We got Ben out in Denver. I'm out here in shitty Cleveland. That's all we call it, buddy, buddy. Can I sidebar on Denver food real quick? The best restaurant I've ever been to in my life was in Denver. And it's called Garden Grace. Have you ever been there? No. Garden Grace? Guard and Grace. All right. Yes. Look it up. I don't know. It was just, my brother used to live out there. And and I don't remember how we ended up there one night, but. It was probably, had because a, of, probably because of the weed. You probably just had more the More than likely, we were super high and we were like, let's go to this restaurant. No, we had a reservation. Um, he had made it because they had a flight of steaks that you could order. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and um, the, the coolest cocktail that Matt got that was like, he likes like smoky bourbon-y drinks. John, you and him would, would definitely drink together, I think. And they like lit a... Uh, piece of cedar plank on fire and then like put the cup over it and like it smoked into the cup it was fancy as fuck i i also appreciate 12 minute drive from my house i go put it on my google calendar highly recommend i appreciate the fact you also just had your husband just like right next to you to answer your question like he just (laughs) sit off to the side just like a little wikipedia page for you personal wikipedia page uh questions about puppy chow 101 i only have bean bean can't answer shit around here Uh -uh. (laughs) can't you can't do a thing, but he I also straight up was like asshole to the camera for a little while there. Oh, he loves showing it. He loves showing his butthole to everyone. <laughs> I wish I loved anything as much as Bean loves showing his butthole to people. <laughs> Life goals. I swear to God. So... Um, okay, so I have an interesting question. <clears throat> Let's do it. I like mainline coffee constantly. Yes. Is that okay? Be Ooh. honest. <clears throat> so I have a very there's a couple things. We talk about caffeine in the course and like okay. what the recommended daily dosage is. Basically, like a, bottle, like a liter? Well, basically it's like, I think it's up to 600 milligrams a day is considered a safe, effective dose. 600 milligrams is an insane amount of coffee. I probably drink it. Now, how, much, if you're, how much if is you're this? Doing, how if much you're is cold, insane? Uh, so... It depends on what kind of coffee. If you're cold brew addicts, yep. like Nikki and I, like the elite of the world, yeah, um, <laughs> cold brew only. Don't even think don't about don't making drink it hot. Coffee. I only, I only drink cold. Oh, amen. 
So cold brew, if you drink it like super concentrate, uh, rocket fuel style, yeah. uh, um, without like watering it down, then that could be like 200 to 250 milligrams per like a, a 12 ounce cup uh, without ice. So you could consume 600 milligrams, but it's still considered safe. Now, if you started seeing negative side effects, like not being able to sleep, if you started seeing negative side effects of like overwhelming jitteriness or irritability, stuff like that, then you could think about maybe toning it off. But what's cool is like, you can get rid of your coffee, like your quote unquote addiction by just like weaning off of it for a week or so. Just make sure you don't hang out with any of us during that week. I don't do it. And then, yeah. What if you drink so much that you can smell colors? <laughs> you're, you're, you might not be drinking coffee, John. Yeah. I'm colorblind, so I don't. I don't, I I don't drink that much. I, uh, I I basically have a an endorsement by Verve Coffee out of Santa Cruz. They send me coffee all the time, and it's amazing. It's a huge shout out for Verve. They did not pay for this, but they send me a lot of free beans, and it's amazing. That's awesome. I don't. I don't think I do 600 milligrams, so I don't think. Oh, I, I bet I do double. If I'm telling you, I have a fucking problem, you guys. Well, send track it. Like, see, like I know it sounds silly, but like. Just take it, no. take an average day and just see how much. And it, so seriously, if you want to learn like the actual science, like the not, not boring science behind caffeine, uh, my buddy owns a website called examine.com. Okay. Basically they take all of the nutrition science and they water it down to make it a very easy to digest, like tidbit on that supplement and just go to examine and look up caffeine and it'll go over like all the effective dosages, like how much could be considered too much? Like what are the signs that you're having too much? And then also, also all the positive effects of caffeine. I almost don't want to know at this point. Like that's how much coffee I drink. Here's a, here's a good thing. Okay. This is a con. We talk about this in the course too. Caffeine. Everybody thinks that, that drinking coffee dehydrates you. Right. Okay. That is a fallacy. That is wrong. Think about it. If you were stranded on a desert Island, and you had, you were either going to die from not drinking water or you could have coffee. Which one would keep you alive? Not drinking or drinking coffee? Right. I, I, drinking coffee. coffee no, clearly coffee is a lifesaver and I have no yes. problems is what you're saying. <laughs> but I think when I hear that, I, I guess I just hear because it's like, it's a, di- a natural diuretic. So, right. So, so oh. in theory, like you're not holding on to as much liquid right. as you would if you drank a, another more favorable liquid, but you, you can still hydrate yourself with coffee. So that's a fallacy. All right. Here's, here's what I have coffee with. You tell me if this is too much. I get up in the morning and I do a pour over, which is basically two full cups. So it's probably 32 ounces of coffee. Then I have a focus aid on the way to my work made by life aid, fit aid, go buy some. It's great. Also not a paid ad. Um, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, ad. <laughs> hashtag they're getting me into the after party. Hashtag uh, literally we do not get paid for this. <laughs> yes. After the fit aid, I'll, I'll have a, or the focus aid later in the day, I'll have a fit aid. Then I take four coffee beans and I shove them directly up my ass. Then is this too much? Is it too many? Is this too much caffeine? It's great. Yeah. Let's see. And somewhere in the middle of there, I'll have a diet Coke. And then at the end of the day, I'll have a glass of water. It's great. That's my yeah. whole caffeine intake. I think it's fine, right? I think you're perfect. That sounds great. Was the caffeine beans too much? Was it too far? Like, um, that's good. I mean, just four beans. I feel like, I feel like four beans isn't very much. I mean, five is too much, but four is moderation. Just the right amount of buzz. I like, I will have like 
like a regular like to go cup thing, I might have two to three. Okay. Of all cold brew. Of all cold brew. Yeah, I mean that's that's a, a solid amount of cold brew. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, I don't want to read any of the things because I know I have a problem. No. Well that's fine. Just just keep drinking it. See, I've said forever that coffee uh did not dehydrate you. So I'm I'm really excited now, Ben, because you confirmed everything I've said. It is the diuretic, but that does not mean that it's not a hydrating thing. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Well, just drink it while you're sitting on the toilet. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be totally fine. All right. So how do how do people get your uh how do they get your guide, your your diet plan? Yeah. So I think throughout this podcast you've called it a book. You've called it maybe like a memoir. <laughs> you've called it it's my so autobiography. It's actually, How do they get my autobiography, Ben? So actually, thankfully, it's neither of those. It is a video course, which is much better. Even you actually better. get to you get to watch it on video, uh, and there's like worksheets and stuff like that to go with it. So you can uh, watch it, which is way better than reading. We all know that these days. Um, so what I've done is I'm, I've actually set up a special like redirect where if you go to uh, wadprep dot com slash m w g a so wadprep.com w o d p r e p dot com slash make wads great again just m w g a it'll automatically redirect you to the no nonsense nutrition like information page sales page so basically it's a whole bunch of words where i'm trying to sell you on buying the course uh, and it there's testimonials on there it shows you all of the bonuses that you'll get which we've included a lot of extra bonuses this year about like mindset tips for CrossFit and uh, daily habits and things like that. A whole bunch of other good stuff. Uh, good for the new year. If you buy, by going to that website and then it redirects you, if you buy, then a proceeds of that purchase will go back and help your two dear friends, Nikki and John, actually make a cent off their podcast. It'll be incredible. Which we will spend immediately on booze and coffee. Yes. If you buy it, I will send you a picture of my ab and a picture of Bean's butthole. It'll be great. Wow. I know. Can people just buy that? Because I feel like that's going to be a hot item. So this is extremely important. Okay. In order to get, I've actually, I've put together a bonus just for make pods great again or make wads great again or wherever or make bods great again, all of the great agains, you can get <laughs> a special great again bonus. Family. <laughs> the great again family. <laughs> you can get a special bonus. Uh, what a, it's called daily disciplines for CrossFit. It's actually like a, it's like a six part video series that I made about like basically like six daily habits that I implemented into my own life that made me basically what I feel like live a better life, like both for CrossFit and for like mental health and making sure I don't hit the snooze button a trillion times, like how I became a morning person, how I structure my day. It's a pretty cool bonus. And it's only for people who are listening on this podcast. What you have to do is you go to wadprep.com slash MWGA. I always have to say it slowly or else I forget. <laughs> MWGA, which stands for makes wad, make wads great again. You then buy the course, either of the payment plans. You can do the, the uh, six payments of 97 or you can do the one payment of $4.97. I know that's a lot. And it's like, wow, that's expensive. But you get lifetime access. So from now until eternity, you have access to the course. And each year when we re-release it, we do new coaching calls, new bonuses. So there's people who have had the course for three years now. And we're hopping on calls with them. And they're getting a bunch of cool new stuff. And they're still going through the course because they love it so much. So I just want to clear the air there. So you buy it. 
And then all you have to do is email your receipt. So like email me a screenshot of it saying that you purchased the course or the, the automatic email that you received, just forward that to ben at wadprep.com. And then I will give you uh, the bonus course that you will only get by listening to this podcast. And that's the Daily Disciplines for CrossFit presented by Make Wads Great Again. We will also send you the picture of Nikki's dog that will stare into your soul as you try to sleep. Hey, it's a good picture. <laughs> and I will immediately forward the email to John to his super secret email address where, where he will then email you a picture of his cat's butthole. Yes, what was the I, other thing? And I will create a meme. I, this I would legit do. You send me a DM. I will make a meme roasting your coach at CrossFit. Yes. Nice. Amazing. Coach of choice. All you got to tell me is what you want roasted. <laughs> I'll use my meme powers for evil. <laughs> I think people will buy it literally just for that bonus. I think I they would. Like, I feel like you made your special bonus for this podcast. Um, like all the things that I'm horrible at. <laughs> You're like, and if you buy this, the bonus is like, how to not snooze your alarm a thousand times. Like, oh shit. How to be better about caffeine. Oh, fuck. I was like, are you telling me I need this then? God. <laughs> Hey, come with some I, swear, I used to be the world's biggest snoozer. Like I I, I, we talked before the podcast, I was a professional, semi-professional bass fisherman. We'd have to get up at like 4.30 in the morning. And my tournament partner would tell you, I have an alarm set for like 4.25, 4.26, 4.27, 4.28, 4.29, 4.30. And I would do it. And now, Nikki, I swear to you, I have, I set one alarm and it's usually at four in the morning now. I used to not be a morning person, but now oh. I am. I set one alarm and I haven't hit the snooze button in four years. What? I, it's crazy. It's crazy. But I'm telling you, I talk, I talk about it in the bonus course. So in my in my past life, I was a, a morning news anchor for like local news. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and why you're more famous than the other guy? No, not even a little bit. Um, it's why like I made zero dollars for the first very long time in my professional career and was incredibly sleep deprived. Um, but I used to go to work at three 30 in the morning. And when I, when I got out of news five years ago, I, uh, I don't know what happened. I became a professional snoozer. I have no idea how, but I'm convinced it's because I'm going to be in recovery for the rest of my life. <laughs> From that like portion of my career where I like yeah. did not sleep and like went to work in the middle of the night, and and my husband just says I'm lazy, but I think I'm still not recovered. How do I get? Yeah, it's video? definitely got to be PTSD. It couldn't totally. be because you're lazy. Not no, a chance. Definitely not. Uh-uh. How do I get video of this, Nikki? I need video of you doing the local news. It'd be oh, like so hi, bad. Nikki Brazier here in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. We're going now. We're going to go over to. <laughs> Much a moss mess tater seller where she has a tater that looks like Hitler. Like, you know, you know that's what I'm talking about. No, it, it was real, like a hundred percent my real. Yes. Life. I almost don't want to, but I will send you some clips. Google, and bad. even if she doesn't, Google will have some. I'm sure of it. Bad. Oh, you know, I, look, I, you know, I'm right. I've seen those small town TV clips. That's exactly oh, what yeah. it's like. When I first started my career, I was in Bangor, Maine, which is like kind of the middle of nowhere like it's kind of a city but it's kind of the middle of nowhere if you're from a city um and the stories that I got to do there were like yeah they were <laughs> they were small town news life and it was really fun I want to introduce you to mom and pa who have a sheep that has two heads literally right hey literally. that's big news in my book that sounds awesome in Bangor Maine what the hell else is going on in Bangor Maine uh, Whoopie pie festival yeah. that was my like first ever news story 
that's a, pretty epic. That, have you is, have you epic. guys seen what is it? I think it's Anchorman. Oh yeah, that was my real. Sorry to interrupt your big first news. Or no, it's Elf. It's Elf. Oh, Elf. Sorry to interrupt your first big news story, Janet. <laughs> but seriously, that like Anchorman was my absolute life, where it was yeah. like I will not have my first story at the station be about a cat fashion show. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah. A cat. I was in fact like dispersed to the cat oh my god can we do a cat fashion show and you can you can broadcast it for me like like yes, a newscaster it'd be absolutely. awesome i'll comment it being in little dresses you know <laughs> my like ultimate sideline reporting goal is to do like the westminster dog show as a sideline reporter nice that would be I've awesome. got, we got to make that happen somehow i know that would be yeah. awesome. Well, if you'd come to Wadapalooza with me and Ben, we could figure out something like that. It'd no. be awesome. We could we so could do a sideline. What if we did a sideline reporting show where it's not actually talking about the CrossFitters as as they're doing the workouts, but we talked about them as if they were dogs. Like, oh, look at the dog oh. toys on this one. Look at the jowls on Lucas Holper. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a lot of drool, John. What do you think? Oh. Man, looks like the backside. Of, <laughs> of, you know, I don't know. There's so yeah, many things. No, no, and done. with that. And we're done. No, I know. Hey, I've seen those dog shows. This season is going to be so wild. I'm going to have to try to somehow maintain my full-time job. Well, <laughs> so, hey. Some of these events. If so enough coming, people buy No-Nonsense Nutrition before that's right. Tuesday. So what is it? Tuesday, January 14th. I'm totally making that up. Yes, Tuesday, January 14th. At 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's when we like close the door. We only open it for like this two-week period. Okay. And then we close it so that I can focus on coaching all the people who are commenting inside the course. But if you join waterprep.com slash MWGA, you can help Nikki quit her job so that she can be a sideline reporter for all the CrossFit events. That's right. That's all you need to do. Easy. That would be awesome. Or just drink excessive amounts of coffee and booze. Just support Make Watch Great Again so Nikki and I can both go get a double wide trailer and live like kings. Yes, please. Be awesome. <laughs> well, so, so coming up, uh, so as we wrap this up, uh, Nikki and I are going to be in Baltimore Monday to Wednesday together, finally, like live together. We've never done that. So that I'm sure that'll be exciting. And um, and then Nikki's pulling me off for Wadapalooza. So Ben and I will be there together. Yes. So, oh, and yeah. then... Ben, we're going to have to work some stuff out, man. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to sub for Nikki somehow. I'll, I'll do it. I'll grow my hair out. There you go. Yeah. I'll wear Perfect. really nice sports bras. We can yes. compare, we can compare uh, dad bods. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, Hey, I'm hitting it. I'm hitting no nonsense nutrition hard between now and Wadapalooza. I've told my entire team, the Wad prep team will be there where we're doing our like uh, basically our leadership retreat. So like basically we handpicked a few people on the team who work full time. I'm flying them down there. We got one lady coming from Scotland, her first time to the U S wow. we're flying her to Miami, staying in a Miami mansion in Brickell and then going to Wadapalooza. It is going to be the coolest week. Of oh, all. so fun. You guys, Wadapalooza so is so much fun. You are going to have a freaking blast. I can't wait. I'm can't so wait. jealous. I'm going to have wait. fun. I've packed all my thongs. I am so ready. <laughs> perfect perfect it's oh, so much fun well while you guys are in the freaking miami sun um this weekend i'll be at um the mayhem competition writing up some stuff and doing some videos for morning chalk up so that'll be fun follow nice. along the competition there and then the week before wadapalooza i'm pretty sure i'll be at the norway Nor- <clears throat> norwegian throwdown in norway so 
I will miss you from the sun, but I'll yeah, it sounds like your stuff's pretty cool. Yeah, a little bit colder. A couple months. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And next podcast guest past this is going to be Joy and Claire from uh, Girls Gone Wild. And hey, they, right. they're here in Denver, and I've never met them before. Yeah, they're well, awesome. they're making connection. Well, so look, they just changed their podcast. That's why they're coming on because they're, right. they're no longer Girls Gone Wild. They're going to be This Is Joy and Claire. So they're Claire. they're bigger than CrossFit now. Oh, Ben, you should definitely connect with them. You know that um, Girls Gone Wild was the first podcast I'd ever been on? Yeah, they're too good for us now. They don't do CrossFit anymore. So (laughs) they are are actually very awesome. So I'm excited to have them on. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And they actually requested that Bane attend because they love cats. Yeah, they like cat butthole. Clearly, They want to look at cat. They want to look at Bane's butthole. That's what it was about. So we'll see. Aww. All right, guys. Well, this is fun. So uh, one last plug. So uh, if you want a picture of Bean's butthole and the dog that stares into your soul and a pretty good uh, nutrition uh, guide video, my autobiography, you should go to, <laughs> to wadprep.com backslash WMGA. No. 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 MWGA. Make Wads great again. MWGA. Who runs this fucking page? Jesus Christ. Oh. MWGA. <laughs> and uh and you'll get your discount. So it's and then and then Nikki and I can buy beer when we're in Baltimore. So yeah, yeah, just awesome. email just email me the receipt and then uh John and Nikki will get their beer money yes. and you'll get pictures of cat buttholes. White white claw money. Yeah, because so, they're sophisticated i understand yeah we're both basic bitches so yeah. all right well thanks for being on you too and everyone for listening we appreciate it and we will talk to you guys soon